you might be wondering what it's like to lose a client to suicide or to lose a client to death itself. And, and I've experienced both. And today's episode, we're going to talk about it. Welcome to the dark side of therapy. You know how this operates. If you're new, if you're green, if the field doesn't quite make sense to you yet, you're in the right place because we're going to give you pure honesty. We're going to give you the dark side and you're going to walk away knowing something. So today I want to talk about something very, very, very personable that I never got trained in. I mean, a lot of things I talk about are things I never got trained in, but they're very dear to my heart. And two of these... Uh, issues are when a client passes away when you're actively working with them and the other one is when a client commits suicide and I had both of these things happen in a two-year span now I want to start with the client that passed away while I was working with him he actually was referred to me by his doctor and at that point I think he was supposed to have six months to live and I was younger at that point uh, more green now too I'm thinking what am I gonna do and I was very nervous about him coming in because in my young naive mind I'm thinking well this is going to be just about the disease and I quickly realized this guy was all about sci-fi and fantasy and he was an artist and we would just spend time getting to know each other and in my insurance-based corrupted mind I'm thinking oh this is not therapy and it didn't take long before I kind of let all that go and I realized I'm getting to know this person who was really invested in me. And I knew that because he was so complimentary. So we would, we would talk about his art, we'd talk about his life, uh, places he had worked, and he ended up just being a very fascinating man. And every time he would come to session, he would have updates on his health condition, and obviously it worsened. And, and the sad thing about this is you, you watch your client decline. So I knew he would probably die during the course of our therapy. So we would talk about that too. And again, I was much more uh, reluctant in the beginning than near the end to talk about these things. So you could say I became comfortable with knowing I was going to lose him. And so finally the day came where he came to session. I'll never forget this. He said, I have bad news. I said, okay, what's the bad news? He goes, I have two weeks to live. And uh, you know that cold bucket of water feeling where it's boosh and you, you just sit there. And I remember it, it was powerful, uh, almost like my mom's death, which I talked about in a different episode. It's the same kind of feeling. And, and I said something that I will never forget. And as I look back, I think maybe it's the dumbest thing I've ever said to a client. I said, well, we need to work quick. And uh, I've shared that in my group supervision, too. It wasn't a dumb thing to say. It was reactionary. He thought it was pretty funny. And so um, I think in those moments, there's no right or wrong. And it turns out it didn't mean a whole lot because it didn't come up again. And we just had a great session. I want to say he lived probably about a month and a half longer than that. But the last time we met, he couldn't get the session anymore. So I went ahead and met him at his house. And he was pretty much wheelchair bound at that point. And what was really great is he had all of his pictures out when I came over, all of his drawings. And we just spent the time looking at the drawings. He was very much into uh, holidays and Christmas cards. And he did those for his family. And it was, it was so, I, I, I can't even express how meaningful that was. 
to share something with that person, knowing I probably wasn't going to see him again. And so he got to have an experience that was somebody that was interested and really cared. Uh, he wasn't close to a lot of his family. And I realized that therapy can be all kinds of different things, including living the memories with somebody. And after uh, that session was over, I think it, again, was about four or five weeks later, I'd gotten the call that he'd passed away. And, and talk about a client that made an impact on your life. And so, folks, here's the thing. No one's going to tell you how to respond to a client that's actively dying when you're working with them. Because no one knows because it's different in every situation. There's no standard to this. But I'll tell you something. If you can go about it honestly and compassionately, I think you're going to be just fine. Most of the time with clients, we feel like they're going to be alive when we're done working with them. This was very different. I, I knew he would be gone before the therapy was over. So a very valuable experience for me, one that I just absolutely treasure, and one that I can use as a teaching uh, moment for my supervisees. You know, here's what it was like for me when I lost a client. Now, to get uh, a, a bit darker, uh, I did lose a client to suicide once they were no longer a client. And this was a client who was not voluntary and who had to work very hard to connect with me, did, did not want to be in therapy. And I remember uh, he's a very eccentric person. I, I think somebody diagnosed him with bipolar, but at that point in time, it seemed like everybody was getting that diagnosis. And so we spent a lot of time just talking about the therapy process. What's it like for you to be here today? And it was just really interesting to watch him finally admit, you know, this therapy thing is okay. So he became increasingly comfortable with me. And I knew he had attempted suicide before. So that was always in the back of my head. And I, I, I did very careful documentation. And ended up being one of my favorite clients of all time. And with involuntary clients, that can be tough because these aren't people who say, yeah, I want to come and do some therapy work. These are people typically that the court says you, you, you need to be in therapy to do some work. And that can be an adjustment. Uh, most people don't want to do things they don't want to do. Because therapy is invasive and we, we dig, it's an especially tricky area. So he was able to get through all that and really see some benefit. And therapy ended when he moved. You know, he, he moved six, seven states away. And, and really, uh, I went back to my work, and it wasn't until I read the paper um, some months later when it said he was dead. And then I got a call from his mother who said he had committed suicide. And here's something you need to know. If you don't have a release of information to somebody, even if your client dies, you, you can't share anything. And it was so painful not being able to tell his mother anything because she had questions. And uh, I, that's one thing about the system that really pains me is that even in death, you can't share something with somebody if you don't have the release of information. And so that always sticks with me because maybe I could have helped explain some things and maybe not. But um, I, I just, I will never forget how I think I made that mom feel by not being able to share anything. So I, I hope that none of you have to go through an experience like that, but it does happen. Uh, we all know, we work with depressed people, we work with people who are, are barely hanging on, and sometimes people do kill themselves. It was my first experience, uh, I won't forget it, 
but again, I learn some things, and I and I try to take away a positive even from the worst experiences. And in this case, I, I just believe this gentleman was suffering more than I ever knew. But watching him actually get something out of the therapy before he took his life, boy, is that meaningful. And we're always left with regrets. You know, what if what if I would have had him an extra two months or three months? But you can't think that way because you were never granted that option. So again, I. I hope you don't have to go through this, but you might, because uh, our suicide rate in this country hasn't changed in something like 25 years, so it's going to happen. So the best I can say is uh, don't beat yourself up, don't fight it, you're not the cause, but again, compassion, understanding, and realizing again that you did the very best you could do. So if you like this, uh, this episode, please uh, hit subscribe, hit like. Uh, leave a comment. And uh, if you'd like more content like this that comes right from the heart, uh, please let us know and uh, we can produce more episodes like this. Thank you so much.